Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. In the story of Thomas, he doubted the resurrection of the Lord, and he said, I must see in order to believe. And actually, this is a sin, the sin of doubt. And in the litany for the assemblies, we pray that God may abolish the doubts from the heart of the believers. And there are several kinds of doubting. For example, sometimes we are tempted to doubt many things about God himself. For example, many people without the existence of God. Many people deny the existence of God. Also, Satan all the time tempts us to doubt attributes about God. For example, to doubt his love. Satan puts in my mind and in my heart that God does not love me, or his love is conditional, or God doesn't care about me. Otherwise, why I'm going through all these trials and hardship in my life? Or God, His mercy is not manifested to us. Why He allows evil to abound in the world? And also, without sometimes His justice, why He does not punish these wicked and evil people? And so on, without His compassion, His love, His mercy, His justice, also, some people, they believe in the person of Christ, but they doubt his divinity. For them, Jesus is just a human being. Like Jehovah Witness and the Mormons, they don't believe in the divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. And some people doubt the Trinity. And they say, we believe in polytheism, more than one God. Although we believe in one God and three hypostases. Also, many people doubt, although they are Christian, the importance of the sacraments, like baptism, chrismation, confession, communion, for the salvation of the person. Many people doubt the infallibility of the scripture. And nowadays, some people are teaching the scripture is infallible when it comes only to economy of salvation. Other than this, you can find mistakes in the scripture. Many people cast doubt on the saints. For example, on St. Mary, Mother of God and in her perpetual virginity. And some people 
doubt the intercession of the saints. So we can see how Satan is tempting many of us with thoughts of doubt regarding God. But also sometimes we doubt each other. We don't trust one another. So when people speak to me, I doubt their words, I doubt the sincerity of their behavior or their conduct, I doubt their decisions, I doubt their love toward me or their honesty and faithfulness. And sometimes we find this within the same family. For example, children may doubt the decisions that the father's parents made for them. And they doubt their love toward them, their faithfulness toward them. And sometimes we doubt that maybe other peoples put spell on us and we can or we try to interpret if somebody is suffering from illness or financial problems, we try to find interpretation for this based on doubting people, they put spell on us or they are envying us. And as I said, sometimes doubts happen in the same family between spouses. For example, a spouse may doubt in the behavior of the other spouse, like his relationships, his conduct, even finances. Sometimes we doubt the faithfulness of the other spouse. He is hiding from me his money, his income, etc. Also, we have doubts regarding the in-laws and our relationship with them, whether they love us or not. Children may accuse parents of favoritism. They love one son or one daughter more than the others. All these actually are thoughts of doubts that Satan plant in our mind to destroy our relationship with one another and not to fulfill the commandment of loving one another. So Satan may cast doubt in our relationship with God or in our relationship with one another. Also, Satan can cast doubt in myself. For example, I doubt my ability. Although St. Paul said, I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. And we should trust God who is working with us. We should trust God upon whom we rely. But Satan actually cast many doubts. Doubts about our future, doubt about our abilities, whether this project will be successful or not, this business will succeed or not, doubt about our health, whether I will be attacked with a serious illness and die, doubt about whether God forgive me my sins or not, 
whether God would accept me or not. Doubt in my ability to repent and return back to God. Many of us, we give up on ourselves. For example, a heavy smoker can give up on himself and he doubts that he can quit smoking. Yes, we need to be careful and watchful, but we should not allow the doubts enter into our heart because this will ruin our relationship with God, will ruin our relationship with one another, and also will ruin our relationship with ourselves. What are the sources of doubt? As I said, Satan. Satan is the main source of doubt. Satan all the time casts doubt in our heart. Even from the beginning of the creation, in his temptation to Adam and Eve, he cast doubt on the word of God, on the love of God, and about sin itself. He said to Eve, is it true that God told you don't eat from all the trees in the garden? That's casting doubt on the word of God. Also, he said to Eve, you shall surely not die. God said to them, if you eat from this tree, you shall surely die. But Satan said to them, you shall surely not die. He is casting doubt in the warning of God, in the word of God. And also, he cast doubt in the love of God. He said to Eve, do you know why God told you don't eat from this tree? Because God knows if you eat from this tree, you will be like him, similar to him. As if God doesn't want Adam and Eve to be similar to him, to be like him. So Satan all the time casts doubts. He will tell us sin will not hurt you. All this wrong ideology in our time, like same-sex marriage, divorce, abortion, transgenderism, all these things actually are doubts from Satan. He is playing with the mind of the people to believe things that are abnormal and abomination to God, to believe them as they are normal and acceptable and nothing wrong with them. Another reason behind doubt is bad company. As St. Paul told us, bad company corrupt good morals. If I surround myself with wrong people who always, always have negative interpretation about others and speak negatively about others and slander others, so my mind will be influenced with this negative talk. And the way I will perceive the people will be totally negative because these people, through their slander and gossip, they washed my brain and made me doubt everyone around me. 
Sometimes we as parents plant this doubt in the heart of our children. Especially if the parents, they doubt the intentions of others. So excessive warning to our children to be watchful in obsessive way. This makes our children doubt everyone around us. Also, rumors. The main goal of rumors is to cast doubt. For example, rumors about the church, rumors about the leaders of the church, rumors about the politics of the church or the servants of the church. A negative talk will cast doubt in our hearts regarding the church. We can apply the same for civil authorities. Rumors about civil authorities and casting doubt about their intention, casting doubt about whether they want the best interests of the country or not, and explaining conspiracies. Some people, they believe in conspiracies all the time. They doubt the intention of the people. Anything is done, there is behind it a conspiracy. Also, looking at the surroundings, especially if there are many hardships, like during the epidemic, many people had doubts about whether it is initiated as a war, whether the intention is to kill majority of the people by this epidemic. There were many, many doubts about whether this treatment is useful or not. Some people say this drug is useful, others say no, it is not. Doubts, doubts. And what is the purpose or the goal of the people who are spreading these doubts and rumors? To take our peace away. That's why many people during this time, they suffered psychologically and mentally because of all these doubts. And we reached a state in which we don't know where is the truth. Also, overthinking. Sometimes when to overanalyze any situation or overthink about any situation, make us assume many things bad and negative. That's why in the fraction of St. Basil liturgy, we say every thought that's not pleasing your goodness, O God, lover of mankind, take it away from us. There are thoughts that are not pleasing to the goodness of God. So how can we deal with doubts? I think the strongest antidote to doubts is faith and trusting in God. When we trust in God, whether these conspiracies or whether these doubts are true or not, but we know that God is in control. And if God is in control, who can be against us? We should not give in to the 
doubts and make us lose our faith and our trust in God. Also, we need to believe the doctrines that was handed to us, even if it is above and beyond our comprehension. There is difference between doctrine that's against or contradict with my mind, or a doctrine that is above and beyond my limited mind. For example, believing in the virginal birth that our Lord Jesus Christ was born from St. Mary the Virgin without seed of man. This does not contradict our mind, but it surpasses our understanding. Believing in the resurrection that the Lord rose from the dead does not contradict our mind, but it surpasses our mind. Let me give an example about doctrines that contradict our mind. In some religion, they believe that pregnancy can extend up to four years. This actually contradicts the mind of the person. What's for? Why pregnancy can be extended up to four years? So I want you to differentiate between doctrines that above our mind surpasses our mind or doctrine that contradict with our mind. And these doctrines that was proven by faith and by the testimony of many early church fathers, we should not doubt them. Because the word faith has two meanings. Faith can mean your creed, your belief system, what you believe in. And the other meaning, faith means trust and confidence. And we need to have both. We need to have the true creed, the true way of believing, the sound doctrines, the doctrines that were handed from the Lord Jesus Christ himself to the apostles and passed down to us. Also, we should have trust and confidence in God. And what will help us in these two to have the sound doctrine and also our trust in God should be strong and not shaken? The spiritual means that all of you know it like prayer, fasting, scripture, word of God, confession, communion, reading spiritual books, listening to sermons, prostrations. All these actually put us within the realm of the grace of God. Then we will be protected by the grace of God from these doubts. Let us today examine ourselves and examine whether we are attacked by any type of doubt, whether in relationship with God, or in relationship with one another, and whether in relationship with myself. And let us trust God, knowing that He is in control, and cast away from our minds the 
thoughts of doubts because as I told you doubt can ruin our relationship with God our relationship with one another and our relationship with ourselves glory be to God forever and ever Amen This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media We hope that this talk has through the grace of God touched your heart and we pray that it will not only inform you but will also transform you and your life with Christ.